Welcome to the SD Sports Scene Podcast. Each week, we'll cover all things sports in Northeast and North Central South Dakota with scores, stats, schedules, interviews, and much more. Thanks for making us a part of your day, and please make sure to check out your source for sports at sdsportscene.com. Welcome to this week's edition of the SD Sports Scene Podcast. I'm Dave Howard, joined alongside, as always, by Jacob Wirtz. Jacob, how's it going today? Doing well, Dave. How about yourself? I'm doing fantastic. We are now into the month of October, which means that uh, we have postseason uh, activities taking place. We'll talk about some of those here with some tennis, some golf, some soccer. Uh, but first, uh, let's take a look back at the weekend review. And uh, I was up at the uh, the Warner Ron Colley volleyball match, uh, and uh, I tell you what, Jacob Warner looks absolutely sharp. Uh, I thought that I saw him earlier in the year, uh, and that was back before they had Ava Nielsen, who was injured at the time. Well, she is now back, and uh, boy, oh boy, do they look like a well-oiled machine. Uh, came out against Ron Colley, and I mean, it was it was 22-5 to 5 before you could even hardly blink. Uh, just really set the tone from, from the outset, and, uh, and really kind of took uh, maybe some of the crowd out of that match, because there was a pretty big, uh, pretty big uh, crowd there. And following that match, I caught up with Ava Nielsen, and uh, we talked about that that quick start for the Monarchs. There was a great crowd here tonight. Obviously, Ron Colley always brings a great, great fan base, and we always bring a great fan base. So then the energy was great. We always felt like Ron Colley always has a good team, so we had to come and play our hardest. How important was it to get off to that nice start tonight? Because obviously they came in winning nine straight. You know, you don't want to give them belief that they can beat you guys, and boy, you kind of quilts that right away. 100%. It was very important just to get off to a strong start to make them think, like, this is, they came for business, like, well, Warner certainly uh, among uh, the uh, top teams in any class really beat uh, Sioux Falls Christian twice in one day. So it'll be interesting to keep an eye on the Monarchs. Uh, lots of soccer in town last week. Aberdeen Central victorious there, sweeping a pair of foes. Uh, a big win for the Central girls, handing Mitchell their only loss of the season. And then, uh, of course, uh, the sweeping Pier on Thursday. And it was kind of funny because uh, after after the game there, uh, Coach um, Lance Moore was telling me that uh, he's kind of been on uh, Tyson Hassel Brook about getting a haircut as long Harry couldn't see the goal. So uh, Tyson gets a haircut and what happens? He goes out and gets a hat trick. So uh, I, we, uh, we kind of joked around about that after the, after the contest. Here's what Tyson had to say and also about how he was able to have a really nice connection with uh, Manuel Munoz in that contest. You can't tell me about this haircut, man. I coach told me about this. He said you couldn't see the goal. You get a haircut. You make get a hat trick. What's going on? Yeah, I had really long hair and it was kind of tough to see. And then I got a hat, hat trick because I cut my hair and it feels good next thing you know you're gonna be bald for tuesday's playoffs <laughs> that's right <laughs> i'll be ready well walk me through these goals i mean uh you know you and you and uh manuel uh, just had some really nice connection tonight you assisted on one of his he assisted on one of yours and uh boy and that one was just an absolute rocket i think your second one yeah so my first goal was uh just communication with him he played the long ball through and then instead of cutting outside the guy he cut inside and i beat him to it the second one is um I turned in and I took a rocket and it felt good. I bet I bet that had to feel really good. Yeah, and then my third one was just a beauty. I liked it more than all. He did all the work and I just I just placed it. 
And then on Friday, uh, Jacob, you were at a very entertaining football game there, Watertown and Central. You know, on paper, that looked like it was going to be a very good game, and boy, it certainly turned out to be that way. It did. It came down to a pair of field goals, basically, and and Watertown was able to hit a field goal late in the third quarter to to take the lead, and then Central had a chance there right at the end uh, with 20-some seconds left to win the game and mm-hmm. just uh just went wide right on them and uh but a, a tight game physical smash mouth game i mean if you, if you <laughs> like old school football that was what it was because it was both teams just yeah. they decided we're going to run the football yep. at each other and see who wins yeah and, and that's not a surprise because we could we talked about that last week how that was going to be a physical contest and and kind of a, a new leader emerging for emerging for the golden eagles there in that contest uh what can you tell me about that yeah, you know, obviously uh, the, the Central's quarterback uh, uh, went down here a couple weeks ago or last, yeah, a little over a week ago now, and um, they needed to find somebody else. And mm-hmm. they had a few other guys on the varsity roster, but they ended up pulling a guy off the freshman team, uh, Brenner Waldrop, uh, a six six four quarterback, tall, could see the field. Uh, he came out and his first pass, an 81-yard touchdown strike. And, uh, wow. you know, he, he did well for, for what, what he was given in, in the short amount of time to get ready for that game. That's so incredible. 81-yard t- strike for his first high school pass? Mm-hmm. He's probably thinking, this this gig is easy. Wow, <laughs> that's uh, that's incredible. Well, I know you got a chance to talk to him following that game. Here's uh, here's a part of that interview. What was it like being in your first oh. first start as a it freshman? Was, <laughs> it was an awesome experience. Um, the oppor- I'm just so blessed with this opportunity and can't wait for many more games to come. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, you guys uh, were able to pound the ball today and yep, run the ball. And, um, you know, just uh, describe the running game today. Oh, man, the offensive line, they were bruising. They were bruising today. They were getting they were getting after those guys up front. We were moving the ball but just couldn't capitalize when it matters. And that's not, not, not on the line, not on me, not on the running back. It was a team effort. Not doesn't come down to one play. Mm-hmm. And then we move over to uh, Saturday, and, uh, of course, lots of volleyball. Warner winning that Redfield tournament, and uh, Wolsey Wessington taking the 281 Conference tournament. Uh, Northern football uh, still having a little bit of an issue there, uh, falling at uh, Minnesota State Moorhead. Uh, defense uh, continues to be an issue there as Moorhead uh, was scored, I think, uh, 20-some unanswered points in that one. The Wolves will be home. We'll be talking about that here momentarily. They'll be hosting their annual Gypsy Day game uh, coming up this Saturday. Well, taking a look at... At the uh, the polls just uh, hot off the presses here in uh, in football in class 11 AAA. Uh, no movement whatsoever this past week uh, although uh, there was a really good game between O'Gorman and Jefferson this past week uh, I think a, what a one score game yeah 14-7 uh, mm-hmm. O'Gorman ended up taking that one yeah Lincoln uh, unanimous number one followed by O'Gorman Jefferson Harrisburg and Brandon Valley Brandon Valley uh, really put one on pier you don't see that happen very often which I think uh, you know a lot of people say well you know not much difference between 11 AAA and 11 AA. Well, maybe there's a little more difference than people think. I've seen pure play. They're very, very, very good. Uh, and they're rated number one in AA and, uh, and they uh, took one on the chin with the fifth rated team in 11 AAA. Well, absolutely. You know, I, I saw that game. It was 28-7 at one point. And, and you know, Pier, uh, Pier's going to be good. They're going to be right there. But I think the biggest thing for me was it was at Pier. Wow. They went on yeah. the road, Brandon. Yeah. I did and won, got a three-score win. That's nice. Okay, 11-AA, Pier, uh, number one. Not unanimous, though. That loss maybe cost them a little bit there. Yankton picks up a first-place vote this week, followed by T-Area, Watertown, and Aberdeen Central. New to the poll despite that loss to Watertown. Again, uh, one of those 50-50 games came down to the wire, uh, you know, you know, coin flip kind of game. So the Golden Eagles cracked the top five this week. Spearfish is receiving votes. Class 11A, uh, really not a big surprise here. No changes. Del Rapids, unanimous number one, followed by West Central, Canton, Sioux Falls, Christian, and Lennox. 
Dropping down to 11B, again, uh, not a lot of movement here, although uh, Sioux Valley uh, may be picking up another first-place vote or two. Winners rated number one, followed by Sioux Valley, Hot Springs, Elk Point, Jefferson, and Duel. Uh, receiving votes, Tri-Valley, Woonsocket, Westington Springs, Sanborn Central, and Bridgewater, Emory, Ethan. Dropping down to the nine-man ranks, Class 9AA, uh, Parkston number one. Here we have a little switch with uh, Hamlin losing to Warner this past week. So Howard is moved up to number two, followed by Hamlin, Wall, Elkton, Lake Benton. Hanson, I think they put up 73 points or something. I mean, the, <laughs> we talked about that a week ago or two. Uh, don't sleep on those guys. They're no. pretty solid. They're receiving votes. Uh, again, those top six teams in 9AA, oof. That's uh, that's pretty tough stuff there. Oh, it is. I mean, you know, and Hamlin played that tough game against Warner, and that was a that was a slugfest there. And uh, yeah, Par- Parkson just keeps rolling. I was looking Man. at them. They they've only allowed three touchdowns all year. I mean, they they're on a mission to win it this and, year. <laughs> and they've and they've beaten some really good teams. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're, it's not like they're playing a bunch of cream puffs. So yeah, that's uh, that's a team to, to definitely be reckoned with. I got a chance to see the end of that Hamlin Warner game. Uh, Man, I will tell you what, Warner's defensive line was having their way with the Hamlin offensive line, and. Uh, yeah, and Hunter Kramer is Hunter Kramer. I mean, mm-hmm. he just does it week after week. A huge win there for the for the Monarchs on the road, taking down uh, previously unbeaten Hamlin. Warner unanimous number one in 9A, followed by Canastota, uh, Philip Elsester Hudson, and Harding County Bison. The big drop this week, losing a really good wall team. They dropped from second to fifth. Uh, and receiving votes is Dubrook area. And, you know, again, Dubrook area, uh, they they held their own here this past week. It was, what, 28-20? I believe so. Yeah, Something against like Canastota. That. Yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah. so they're, they, you know, they're, I would not count them out. They're right in the mix there. So that would be very interesting. Again, you know, we've talked about that Elsester-Hudson team. Uh, they're 7-0. and They're starting to get a little recognition here from the pollsters. So it'll be interesting to see what happens there. Class 9B, uh, Fockton is your number one team, followed by Smith, Avon, Hitchcock, Tulare, and Corsica Stickney. Harriet Selby area receiving votes, as is Del Rapid St. Mary. Uh, again, nothing to, out of the ordinary there. A couple teams are on a bye week there in that class. So, But, boy, some big matchups coming up this week. Absolutely. You got DeSmit and Hitchcock to Lair there going to be playing this Friday. That'll be a big one for seed oh, points yes. and, of course, in the rankings as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, taking a look at the volleyball polls, uh, Class uh, AA, we've got Harrisburg unanimous number one, although they were pushed pretty hard by Jefferson last week. Five-setter, mm-hmm. uh, a match that could have gone either way. Uh, Jefferson rated second, so <laughs> that was a very interesting score. Uh, Sioux Falls, Washington, third, Watertown, fourth, and look at here, Aberdeen Central rated fifth, a top five for the Golden Eagles, and you and I have both uh, had a chance to, to see them here in the last week or so. Uh, Central with two five-set victories of their last three matches. Uh, I was at the Yankton match, went 21-19 in the fifth. Uh, they picked up a nice road win at Brandon Valley in five sets. Uh, you had them against O'Gorman, so Golden Eagles are looking pretty solid. They've played really well down the stretch here, and we kind of were wondering you know, how are they going to play against some yeah. of these schools? And they've got some big schools, big tests coming up here, yep. but they've certainly held their own. Yeah, they sure have. They are, they're going to be up in uh, Fargo, I believe, this weekend at a big tournament there. Uh, Pierre also receiving votes in AA. Class A, Sioux Falls Christian is rated number one unanimous, uh, followed by Dakota Valley, Wagner, Dell Rapids, and Madison receiving votes, Rapid City Christian, and Miller. So uh, kind of interesting there. Uh, I got a chance to watch a, a Bell Fouche team that came in and played Ron Colley, and I got to tell you, that Matea Ward is legit. She is a very, very good volleyball player. 
player, outstanding athlete, triple jumper, uh, state place uh, winner. Uh, is into rodeo and basketball, and uh, she's very, very good. Uh, they uh, Belfouche came over here. It was a great match uh, against Ron Colley, and then they went and played in the uh, Redfield Classic, lost to Warner and uh, maybe a, another team or two. Class B, speaking of Warner, 28-0. and 0. Man, the Monarchs have just been a machine this year. Uh, Chester area, <laughs> they're, they're a pretty solid second at 20-2. and two. I mean, I wouldn't look past them. Northwestern keeps rolling along. They're rated third, followed by Comanegan and Faith uh, receiving votes. Burke and that Wolsey Westington team that we kind of talked about a little bit ago. But, man, I'll tell you what, when I watched Warner play against Ron Colley, if they play like that... Uh, I, I don't know. I, I don't see anybody that's going to be able to touch him. I mean, and, and obviously Ava Nielsen is a, get, a big part of that uh, from her setter position. But the, I'll tell you what, uh, Kylie Shop and the Marcusons, I mean, they and the ball just wasn't hitting the floor. I mean, their back row was just airtight. Uh, they they look like they're in late season form right now. Oh, absolutely. They just, you know, I think it, I think it showed early in the year when Ava Nielsen wasn't there just how good they were because you <laughs> yeah. don't have to not have your yeah. best player on the court and still just I know. keep moving along. I, it's just amazing. Kerry Jung has just built a phenomenal program there. So anyway, uh, congratulations on a great start. I know they've got, uh, you know, their sights set on a third straight state championship. So we'll see how things shake out here as we uh, head down to the second half of the season. Well, we've got a lot of big events uh, taking place this week. Of course, we've got state golf and state tennis. Uh, the uh, Class A state tennis taking place uh, Monday and Tuesday. The golf is uh, AA and A. And then, of course, Thursday and Friday, we have uh, the uh, AA tennis. And we'd be remiss if we didn't mention this. Aberdeen Central winning the ESD Tennis Championship last week and did so in just remarkable fashion. They were in third place in team points, uh, passed Watertown, uh, got into some doubles, and and kind of started doing the math. They were matched up with Mitchell and, and all three flights and said, hey, uh, you know, if we can if we can win these matches, we, we might have a shot at this. And, and then they had to win another really tight match. And every single match that they needed went their way. And, and some of them were pretty tight. So uh, congratulations to John Vogel and the Golden Eagles. Uh, they'll be playing in that double-A tournament down in Sioux Falls here this weekend. Also, lots of soccer uh, to talk about. We've got the postseason starting up on Tuesday. Uh, Aberdeen Central boys and girls hosting opening round matches. The girls will be taking on Yankton. Uh, the boys will be taking on Watertown. Also, the Groton girls go in as the second seed. They will be hosting St. Thomas More. And uh, again, uh, all three of those teams have really had uh, nice seasons. And uh, and here we go. You know, the uh, the safety net is gone. The postseason is here. And now it's win or go home. Absolutely. You know, these teams are going to start uh, trying to make a push here. And it'll be interesting to see what happens. You know, Central with that eight seed, you know, are they going to yep. have to go on the road in the second round it's kind of looking like it yeah um, we'll, and we'll see they got to play watertown again yeah, here right uh, today so. yeah well and central girls uh go in as the four seed so they could p- potentially host two rounds so they could uh, possibly be home on saturday we'll see how things shake out there for the golden eagles uh, also, all kinds of uh, cross-country coming up with uh, conference meets this week. We've got the Lake Region Conference out in Ipswich. We've got the Northeast Conference over in Webster. We've got the ESD this weekend. So uh, all kinds of, uh, of uh, big meets coming up. And then, of course, a lot of those will go into region and then states just a couple of weeks away. Uh, taking a look at the football schedule here for this upcoming weekend, uh, Aberdeen Central will be at Brookings. Uh, Aberdeen Ron Collier actually hosting Webster the night before that on Thursday. And, you know, that's a, that's an interesting matchup there with that Webster-Roncalli game. Uh, you know, Webster just uh, uh, blanked Groton. And uh, I think that's going to be a very interesting game uh, on Thursday night. I think so, too. That that should be a good one. Uh, you look at this Webster team. They 
people were kind of writing them off early in the year. They started one and three, but boy, their last three games, they've only given up six points, wow. two shutouts, <laughs> and they're just playing a lot better football here lately. I, I In the way Ron Colley played on Saturday against yeah. St. Thomas More, they're going to have to make improvements if they're going to beat well, this Webster team. And, and a short week, too, for the Cavaliers. You know, you not only go Saturday to Thursday, you throw in about a 300-mile road trip one way, and that's a, and that's just a <laughs> that's a tough turnaround. So, uh, And again, uh, to your point, a big, a big game as far as seed points for playoffs and all of that coming up. Uh, Aberdeen Central will be at Brookings on, on uh, Friday, and uh, a big game for the Golden Eagles there, too, because... Uh, you know, they're right in the thick of things as far as seed points for the playoffs. Uh, some uh, games of local interest here. Uh, we've got Britton Hecla playing at Wolsey Wessington. That's uh, that's going to be kind of an interesting game. And just up the road, as you mentioned a little bit ago, Dismitted at Hitchcock Tulare. Both of those games, I think, are, are pretty intriguing. No, absolutely. Britton Hecla's kind of flown under the radar, 5-1. and one. Uh, You look at their schedule, they you know haven't beaten anybody with a winning record, but this will, be their, yeah, this will be their first big <laughs> test. We'll see what they're made of. And Hitchcock, Tulare, and DeSmith, that's going to be huge for, for seed points in 9B. Yeah, 5-1 and one is still 5-1. and one. So, uh, you know, we'll see uh, see what happens there. Both of those, you know, those games are about 20 miles apart, so that'll be interesting there. Uh, anything else uh, kind of jump out at you there? You know, that Sisselton-Millbank area game, that, uh, that's a rivalry older than dirt. So we'll see we'll see what happens in that one. That's, uh, that's always an interesting game. It's kind of like the Groton ron Collie game. You know, any year, any sport, you you can change the names and it's just you can throw out the records you can throw out everything because that's just always an interesting contest oh absolutely and i you know i think going back to that central brookings game we saw spearfish lose to a winless mitchell team last mm. week spearfish was ranked fifth and mitchell yep. came in without a win pulled off that upset i think you got to be careful if you're central yeah. this week you got yanked and coming to town yep. next week yep you don't want this to be a trap game yeah. going to brookings who's only won one game no question and, and, and historically these two have had some very very good uh, football games in the last uh, five ten years well, a big weekend uh, for Northern State coming up here with Gypsy Days. Uh, the Wolves football team will be playing host to uh, Minot State on Saturday. I think that's a 2.30 kickoff, and uh, I know the Wolves uh, really are, are kind of looking to, to get things turned around here after a rough start. And, uh, you know, it's, it'll, be, uh, it'll be interesting because, you know, we're in for a big weather change here. We were just kind of talking about that off air. And, you know, uh, to start the week here, we're looking at some potentially record highs. And by the time we hit Friday night, we're t- talking about fr- <laughs> freezing temperatures, if you can believe that. So we're, uh, it's going to be a big change. I don't know if that will have an impact on the game or not. Not, but uh, certainly it's going to be a lot different environment. Oh, absolutely. You know, I think definitely for the players, you, you start practicing in the heat and then all of a sudden you go to the cold here by Friday for games and things. And it it, uh, it can can take a toll on you. And I think there's maybe chances of rain here this week, too. And it's, we're going to kind of yeah, get hit well, with a little bit of everything. You so. know, and it's, you know, and once you get into October, all bets are kind of off on stuff like that. And uh, it's, it's kind of interesting because some of these fall sports teams, you know, they start practicing late July, early August, and it's about 110 in the shade. And by the time they finish up, they probably have to get the snow off the off the course and off the fields and everything else. So, but, uh, well, that's a, that's a look at, uh, you know, some of the things that have taken place and some of the things that will take place. Again, you can read all about uh, these uh, these events and happenings and uh, all and all that and more at uh, sdsportscene.com. Each week, we run dozens and dozens of box scores, whether it's football, whether it's volleyball. We run cross-country results, you name it. We have feature stories. We have game stories. We have uh, unbelievable photos by John Davis. Uh, all of those images are for sale, by the way. So uh, if you get a chance, take a little time. Go on the website. It's www 
www.sdsportscene.com. As we like to say, your source for sports in Northeast and North Central South Dakota. If you're new to the site, uh, no, no, no worries. We've got an incredible search engine. You can just type in somebody's name all the stories, all the results, everything, all the photos for that individual or that team from day one will pop up. Uh, so you can go back and look at uh, certain items and it's very easy to use, uh, very, uh, very navigable goal. How's that for a word? There you go. <laughs> hey, Mike, you can stick my knowledge of computer technology in a thimble and have room left over. That's, a, that's one of my favorite sayings. So Jacob, anything else that you would like to add to this week's show? You know, I think it's going to be fun here the next couple of weeks, uh, you know, and then this week especially with uh, soccer playoffs, uh, Gypsy Days at Northern. Oh, uh, we got the big game on Saturday there, and uh, another week of high school football. I mean, we're down to two weeks left for the small schools, three yeah. weeks for the big schools. Yep. So we're coming and, down to the end of that. Too. And cross country too. We've got Conference Region State, and all of a sudden we're uh, we're going to be crowning champions there. So yeah, we're uh, this is the fun time of the year, no doubt about it. Uh, all of the events take on added importance, and uh, it's we're getting to the point now where it's pretty much winter go home so that's uh, that's always kind of fun well that'll wrap up this week's show as always thanks for allowing us to be a part of your day and remember to visit sdsportscene.com have a great week everybody please check us out at sdsportscene.com for all of the latest stories stats photos and schedules